0: Something that I finally allowed myself to start receiving this year in the business was help. After eight years in business, I finally got off my high horse, stopped believing that I was the only one who could do anything well or at a high standard, and started outsourcing different tasks in the business. Like I got a VA, a virtual assistant, uh, someone to help me with social media scheduling, my social media graphics. And it has absolutely revolutionized my schedule. Like I've gotten back at least 15 hours of my week. It's it's been one of the best decisions I've made all year. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 142 of the Aligned Performance Podcast. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and in this podcast, I help you to express your best in this world to create your most aligned life of purpose and potential. Through solo episodes as well as guest conversations, we explore how you can discover and serve your soul's purpose, how you can transform your mind, cultivate high-performing results, successfully change careers, and build your dream business. covering these broad and comprehensive topics, this will hopefully guide you to thrive at the highest level in your life so that ultimately you can fulfill your dream life and impact on this world. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the five ways that I have expanded my business with less work in 2023. This year, through a variety of forces, some of them conscious strategy and scaling of the business, whilst others have been unexpected curveballs that life has thrown at me, I've really had the opportunity to dial in my work systems to be as progressive and as efficient as possible. And I really want to share with you what it is that I have done. So if you are someone who wants to be working less for more, Like maybe you're already working a full-time job and you want to start a side hustle. Maybe you want to scale your current business. Maybe you're really burnt out and you know that you need to streamline your systems. Maybe you simply desire more spaciousness in your life, more harmony between the different aspects of your life. If this is you, then tune in because this episode is going to be extremely valuable for you. Now, before I go into today's episode content, I really want to take a moment to spotlight and celebrate one of my one-on-one clients who this week hit her third five-figure month in a row in her business. Her third five-figure month in a row. And this is powerful because I really believe that there is a difference between creating success and holding that success. So hitting one five-figure month is worthy of celebration because it takes effort, it takes work to get there. But being able to sustain that for three months in a row is a whole different level of commitment and consistency and strategy. And I don't know about you, but I'm personally in the game of sustainability. Like, I don't really care about quick results if That achievement cannot be sustained and cannot be held onto. So if you are someone who wants to get into business, you want to start a side hustle or you already have a a personal brand or a business that you are running and you want the strategy and the guidance and the support to sustainably grow your business in the long term, then I do want to let you know that there is now just one spot left for one on one mentoring to start in the next month. Just one spot left. Um, like I usually say, I only work with a small number of clients because. One on one mentoring is such an intimate partnership where I give you my all to be by your side along your journey, to be there through all the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, to guide you, to support you, to be your rock through your journey. So, if this is something that you're interested in, if you want to take your business to the next level, For the remainder of 2023 and beyond, then check the link in the podcast show notes. That is the application form for one-on-one mentoring. And I look forward to chatting with you on the inside. Now, let's get into today's episode content. Let's talk about the five ways that I expanded my business with less work in 2023. I've got to begin with the backstory. If you've been following along, you'll know what this year has looked like for me. If you are new to the podcast, let me share with you how this year has been a massive roller coaster. So, for the first four months of this year, what was massively present in my life was changes to one of the most intimate, closest relationships I was holding. And that was my intimate, long term relationship of almost 10 years. And that was changing because we were two individuals who had shared so much of a life together, but were needing and wanting different things for the next chapter of our life. And, you know, we are now separated, but that simply means that the structure and the level of intimacy intimacy of our relationship has simply evolved. But we are still nurturing such a deeply respectful and loving connection, just in a different way. Um, So we are both very happy and I am okay (laughs) if you are wondering that. Um, But yeah, you know, I separated from an almost 10-year long-term relationship. And for the first four months of this year, that consumes me because even though we both knew that that was going to be the best decision for both of us, it was four months of going back and forth, of talking about it, of, you know, being at a crossroads, of going through the grieving process and the pr- emotional mental like processing of this huge change to our identity and you know the future vision that we had carried for our lives for such a long time so that of course meant that work in the business took a step back because i really needed to give the energy and the presence to my relationship that it deserved And then since separating from that relationship, I have since moved to Bali. (laughs) So I've now been here for two months. Um, I'm here for a total of four months before I go back to Melbourne for a period of time. And I'm just on this huge adventure at the moment. So naturally being here in Bali means there is a lot more experiences, there's a lot more to see, there's a lot more to do, there are new people that I'm meeting Um, and naturally because of that I am living and I am exploring and I'm not in the office shut behind four walls for as many hours of the day that I usually would be and usually am used to for the last many years that I have been in business. So this whole year, it's been a roller coaster <laughs> from a huge change to my life and the trajectory that I was on, that I was on in terms of my relationship and the life that I thought I was going to lead for the rest of my days. Um, to now, yeah, being on this solo adventure in Bali. So because of that, I haven't had my usual routines and I haven't been working as many hours as I'm used to. Yet, in my business, you know, client impact and results have only increased this year. You know, the actual business growth itself has only trended upwards. Uh, this year, I hit my very first ever 40K month. You know, I finished last financial year with another PB year in business. I'm on my way to another PB year in business this financial year. And I know that because of the recurring income that is already in place. And I'm sharing this not because I want to boast or to impress you, but to impress upon you and to share with you what can be possible. Like I am in awe and moved with gratitude Every time I reflect on what can be possible in our lifetime, like not even in our lifetime, within five years, within a decade, how much can change, how big things can get, how fast things can move, what we can really create and build when we put in place the right strategy, when we come at anything that we do from the heart with beautiful intention Like so much can happen. And I really want to share with you what I have done so that if you want this too, then you can be empowered to make this work for you. So how? How has this happened? Well, firstly, I want to start with the reality that the results of the business and where I'm at this year is of course not just a reflection of the work that I've put in this year. The results that this business has gotten in 2023 has come to fruition from the work that I've put in last year, the year before, the year before that, you know, the last eight years that I have been in business. And if I can even say the last 28 years I have been alive. Like every single learning that I've had, every experience I've had, every skill that I've developed, everything that I have inputted my entire life has gotten me to where I am today. So being real honest about this, that it's never such a direct correlation of you do this and you get that. Everything that we do accumulates and builds on the pathway that we create for our future. So where I'm at this year is a delayed reflection of not just what I've done this year, but everything that I have done, every decision that I've made, every thought that I've had, every action that I've taken in my entire life. And this is to not disempower anyone to say that, You know, like it takes such a long time to build something, but actually to take the pressure off you having to do everything right now, like every little decision counts, every experience counts, every challenge counts because everything that you get exposed to in your lifetime will build on your character, will build on your experiences so that you can... Uh, achieve a dream reality or a dream business that you desire in the future. So that's the very first thing that I really want to start with. Now, the second thing, the second thing that I have done that has expanded my business with less work this year has been a journey that I've been on over the last 12 months, I would say. So starting mid last year, and it's been a journey of embracing and expressing my authenticity. Really embracing and discovering and coming uh, coming home to my truest, untouched, unfiltered nature. And I remember the start of this journey because... This time last year, I was on a retreat. It was a seven-day retreat with my life and business mentor at the time. And I remember having this conversation with him. I was sharing different challenges that I was having in my business and he sat me down and we explored this. And at the core of these challenges, it turned out that it was simply because I had these walls up. You know, how I was putting myself out there was behind a filter you know, I was putting out this facade, you know, this persona of professionalism, of sterileness, sterility. Anyway, one of those words, <laughs> sterility. And I just thought I had to have myself all put together and, you know, have myself my whole life all sorted out. But this was actually causing you know, less trust because there were inconsistencies, you know, how I was putting myself out there wasn't a true, like a, a true representation of me. So there were inconsistencies, people couldn't really see me, they couldn't feel who I really was. And that was causing issues in the business. So since then, I have continued to work on taking down all the micro-adjustments, all the micro-filtering in anything that I might say, in anything that I might do, and just being so true to me. And that doesn't mean that there are different parts of me that I might express at different times or different locations, you know, like there's still a time and place for different parts of me to be expressed, but being true to me according to how I feel, according to how I think, according to my nature... So sometimes that is my in the zone, like focused, no BS trang, because that is a huge part of me that I take pride on. But also there's the silly part of me as well. There's a part of me that just cracks jokes, that is silly, that is loose. There's also the part of me that is actually quite sensual. And I have previously hidden that because I thought that was so unprofessional. But then if you've been following me on social media, like I put out there videos of me dancing now, like feeling into my central energy. I talk about different connections uh, that I might be creating that aren't just professional or friendly. Like I enjoy creating you know, intimate and sensual connections with others as well. And like me just talking about even my relationship separation, that's something that I previously would have hid because in my eyes, I would have thought that that was a sign of failure. But me sharing my story and owning it and giving others permission to think and feel it or go through the same thing has just skyrocketed the number of women who reached out to me saying, like, I resonate with your story so deeply. Like everything that you're putting out there, thank you so much for saying it because it gives me like permission and it shows me that it's okay that I'm going through this as well. And it's so like permitting and empowering to see someone else out there go through that. And that has been such clear validation that authenticity is the best way. So that hasn't taken any extra work. Like that hasn't taken any extra hours of work. I've just been more authentic. It's actually been less work because I don't need to filter what I say or do as much. But like in that time, it has significantly and tangibly increased the number of women who have reached out to me to inquire about ways that they can work with me because they actually get me. They feel me and... Like they know that I am the person who they can trust to walk them on their walk with them along their journey, and that's something that I am always so honored to um, to be on the receiving end of. To have someone trust me to reach out and share their life story, to ask for guidance, is something that always touches my heart. It's it's so beautiful, and I'm so grateful for that. So that's number two. Number three, the third way that I've expanded my business with less work in 2023 is for the first time in eight years in business, I have finally allowed myself to receive help. Six months ago, I finally got off my high horse, stopped thinking that I was the only one who could do things at a high level in my business and started outsourcing different tasks in the business. So I got a VA, a virtual assistant. I got a social media manager, someone who schedules all my posts, who does the graphic design for my posts, someone who does all the PR as well, all the outreach and, um, you know, building relationships and, and, and sourcing different connections and different opportunities. And oh my gosh, has this made my life so much easier. (laughs) I can't even explain it. It's been one of the best decisions I've made this year. Um, I've gotten at least 15 hours back in my week, like at least 15 hours. Because previously when I was posting, not just once a day on social media, but twice a day on social media, and I was doing everything manually, it would take 40 minutes in the morning, 40 minutes at, at night for me to post everything manually, and then actually to distribute it across like six different social media platforms. So that's already, okay, I'm gonna have to do quick math, 40 plus 40 is one hour 20 times seven times a week. Um, That's something like, let's say like 10 hours a week, right? And plus all the other work that I've outsourced as well, like the graphic design and the social media scheduling and other admin tasks that my VA helps me with. It is the best decision, honestly, like, okay, you know what, I'm just I'm speechless right now because I can't thank myself enough for finally, you know, taking that leap to trust others, which, like, that's what they're trained to do. They are, of course, going to do those specific tasks better than I can. Like, I don't have any specific skills in graphic design or in certain, like, PR activities activities like that's not my strength I'd rather put my energy into my mentoring and coaching with clients like that is my strength and that's what I can offer my clients and you know to think that like no one else could do it as well as me that was definitely a bit of an ego problem but it's just helped me so so much and um, for the investment of outsourcing these tasks the time that I get back And therefore, you know, the quality of life that I have, it is so, so worth it. So I would highly, highly recommend if you're at the stage in your business where you're ready to scale, like don't delay scaling and outsourcing tasks in your business. Because not only are you getting time back, but naturally, you know, training someone else to do things that you would usually do it actually is a beautiful opportunity for you to systemize and streamline the different um, parts of your business as well, and that is a fantastic way to once again become even more efficient and effective in your business tasks, in the different roles and the different hats that you might wear in your business. So it's it's a win-win. I actually remember when I first got on um, my social media manager. I was forced to become so much more organized with my social media content because usually I would create social media content one week in advance, but then sometimes I would let myself off the hook and then I might, you know, do things a little bit more last minute and create social media content on the day to post that day. But then with my social media manager, I can't do that. Like we've got to have a system in place. I've got to always have the social media content prepared at least one week in advance so that she can put together the graphics. She can schedule the posts in advance. So it actually is the perfect opportunity to step up the responsibility and the organization that you have in your business as well. So that's number three. Outsourcing tasks in my business has been a huge part of being able to expand my business whilst I've done less work. Number four, focusing on presence. Presence has been one of the key themes for how I show up this year. Because when we are present with our work, we're naturally going to get more done in a shorter amount of time. So whilst I've been going through, you know, the turbulent stages earlier in this year where I didn't have as much mental or emotional bandwidth to be working long hours, you know, going through a separation, I had to make sure that I would get my usual eight to nine hours of work done in only four to five hours. And same as here, like I'm working half days here because in the afternoon, I might want to get my scooter out and go ride to a waterfall. Or go to the beach or go and meet some friends here and enjoy enjoy the sunshine. So being present and being hyper-focused and in the zone on my work is something that hasn't taken more effort, it's saved effort because I can get four or five hours of work done that would otherwise be equivalent to eight to nine hours of distracted, half-hearted work. And it's so easy to be present because Newton's law of motion, I don't even know that's exactly what it's called, but Newton's law where it's easier for things to stay in motion if they're already in motion than to go from static to being in motion. So once we're in the zone, it's so much easier to stay in the zone and to keep up the momentum of work. But as soon as we open up our phone and we check social media or we check messages or um, you know we stop and start because we go and get a snack or something, then it just takes so much more effort. It takes more time. There is something that is called um, attention uh, residue. It's called attention residue, where every time that we switch tasks, which is essentially what multitasking is, we're never actually doing two things at the same time. We're just very quickly switching between different tasks. Every time we switch from one task to another, then part of our focus and attention gets left on the previous task. And we do that enough times and we end up with very little amounts of focus and attention left. And then we suddenly find that we can't concentrate very well. We, we can't think very clearly anymore. So, you already knew this, but being present on the work that you're doing and getting more done in less amounts of time is a fantastic way to work smarter, not harder. Lastly, number five. In addition to focusing on the level of presence I have during my work hours, this year, I really intentionally focused on the type of work that I was doing during those hours. So choosing and prioritizing work that would be the most bang for your buck, inputs that would create the most output, you know, work that would generate the most ROI, return on investment. And I call this work progressive work, essentially planting seeds work that would plant seeds rather than just harvest the plants that have already grown or, or or are already in place. And this concept I first learned through the book of The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Carby. And in this concept Stephen talks about how there are four different types of work that you can be doing uh, at any time, especially in your business. There are four different types of tasks that you can be doing. And these tasks are separated into four quadrants. So quadrants one are tasks that are important and urgent to do. So think of tasks that are deadline based, like projects with a deadline or emergencies or crises, like where you're putting out fires. That is urgent and it's important. Quadrant two are tasks that are important, but not urgent. So these are the planting seeds tasks that I was just talking about. So they're not urgent, but they are important for the long-term growth of the business, such as relationship building, developing skills, mastering our craft, self-development, long-term planning, making ourselves visible, like through social media or for the podcast, you know, That doesn't make us money straight away, but it puts us out there and plants seeds for the long term. Quadrants three are tasks that are urgent, but not important. So think about interruptions like uh, emails, calls, meetings, they're urgent, but they're not really that important. And lastly, quadrant four are tasks that are not important, nor are they urgent, So trivial activities like procrastination, being busy for the sake of being busy, just anything that is not important or urgent. So these are the four quadrants of different tasks that you can be doing. And the most important quadrant to be in most of the time is quadrant two, the work that is progressive that will plant seeds because you can focus on things that will generate money fast and will get you quick results. But as soon as you stop working, then what's going to happen? Like you're going to run out of leads. You're going to run out of avenues for more income generation. But if you focus on quadrant two, the tasks that are important but not urgent, then even if you do need to take a step back, So like what I've done this year, those seeds that have been planted and have been nurtured ongoing will still be there and they'll be ready to be harvested even if you're not in a place where you're uh, actively planting more seeds. Those plants will be there. And that is the beautiful thing about progressive work. When you plant seeds and you nurture those seeds, Like only one thing can happen. Like think about it. When you plant seeds and you nurture them with water, with sunlight, with oxygen, then only one thing can happen. They can only flourish and grow and and become ready to be harvested over time. So that's all those things I mentioned before, like relationship building, developing your skills, mastering your craft, developing yourself, you know, self-development, long-term planning, learning more things, making yourself visible, like that will only come back with a multitude of reward later down the track. And this is the beautiful thing about planting seeds as well. It cultivates so much trust in our journey because even if you're not getting results right now, like even if you're feeling a little bit deflated, a little bit disheartened that you don't have the results that you want just yet, then just remember that maybe the topsoil of your land is barren at the moment, but only one thing can happen if you have planted those seeds and you continue to nurture those seeds over a number of weeks and months and years. Only one thing can happen. And just trust in that to keep going, even if you don't see the results just yet. Trust in that and to play the long game. Apply delayed gratification because I'm telling you, your ability to delay gratification is a huge part of your ability to cultivate success. So quadrant two is the most important quadrant to stay in most of the time. And if you're not happy with where you're at and you're not where you want to be yet, then you should be spending most of your time in quadrant two. So that is something that I've been doing a lot of this year, just focusing on planting seeds and not being so fixated on instant results. Playing the long game. I'm in the game of sustainability, remember? So those are the five ways that I expanded my business with less work in 2023. Number one is this year's results have come to fruition from all the work that I've put in, not just this year, but from the last 28 years of my life anyway. Number two is I have shown up with as much authenticity as possible. I've been integral. I've embodied my truth. And that has been extremely magnetizing and attractive to clients, even though I haven't necessarily put in more work. Number three, I've outsourced a lot of the tasks in my business that was zapping my time. Tasks that <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily my strength anyway, and is taking away my energy and my focus from what I would do best, and that is looking after and guiding my clients. Number four is focusing on presence, doing deep, focused work without distractions. And number five, focusing on progressive work, not just busy work. Progressive work that looks like planting seeds for long-term harvest. I hope that this episode has been helpful for you, whether you are looking to start a business or you're already running your own brand and business and you want to scale. These are the different ways that you can prevent burnout, that you can scale your business, that you can create more spaciousness in your business and in your life. I know that there is a lot that I have shared in today's episode, like five completely different ways that you can expand your business with less work. And what I would recommend is choose just one thing. Choose one item out of this list of five that you believe will be the most impactful for you to implement. Or maybe it's the one that you can implement the quickest or with least amount of friction or effort so that you can at least get the ball rolling. And then once you get that in place then you can apply the second thing. That's what I would recommend always. Choose one thing, focus on that tick it off and then move on to the next thing. And that is how you can start to chip away and make positive, progressive changes in your business structure. So before we wrap up the episode, once again, I want to mention there is one more spot for one-on-one mentoring to start in the next month. If you have gotten a lot out of this episode, if you get a lot out of this podcast in general and you would love to have me by your side to guide you personally and specifically along your journey, then apply in the link in the podcast show notes. No obligations or anything. It is just a chance for us to get to know each other and make sure that we're even an aligned fit to work together in the first place. If we are amazing and if we're not, then that's totally okay as well. Um, If you enjoy this episode as well, then I would appreciate it if you do have a moment to hop onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast, leave a review and a rating. It would mean so much to me to be able to read what your thoughts are. It reminds me that I'm not just talking to myself into a microphone in a room by myself (laughs) and that this is getting out there and, and helping to touch different Lives and different heartbeats to make your life and your business better. All right, that's it. That's the end of another episode. Once again, I've rambled on for way too much, but hopefully it's been valuable. Ramble. (laughs) I always try to keep these episodes around 20 minutes long, and here we are at the 35 minute mark. So, yeah, this is why I need to have a podcast because I just love to talk too much. I love the sound of my voice too much. I actually don't, but anyway. Um, All right, that's it for another one. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. You keep expressing your best and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.